This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Hey there. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm your other host, Lance Wackerly. That's right, Lance. We're the world source for antisocial commentary because of all the fan mail we're getting from like Europe and other countries from around the world, although we have yet to get someone from the land down under in Australia. Yeah, we do a lot of stories about Australia. We should get some listeners down there. There's some sick and wrong activity down there, so yeah. I'm hoping we can get a correspondent over there. This is Podcast 19. We've almost hit 20, and um, yeah, we're, we're uh, inching towards that landmark 25 podcast. Yeah, why is it 25 that's the big number, not 20? I don't know, because it's like quarter of a hundred podcasts. All right. The silver anniversary. Yeah, it's the silver anniversary of Sick and Wrong Podcast. We'll have to do like a special show for that one. Yeah. We'll do it from the like toilet. That. Something like that. Well, anyways, uh, how you doing? How was the weekend? Uh, weekend was good. Down in LA. Oh, yeah. Or as some people call it, hell A. That's what I call it. I like it down there. Yeah. God, I can't stand it. Did I learn something hard this weekend? Uh, I learned this the hard way. Um, one thing you should not do during sexual intercourse with your girl is uh, talk like Carl from Sling Blade. <laughs> Seriously, it's not an aphrodisiac. It does not make her flow like a river. Mid-intercourse, just do not talk like Carl from Sling Blade. Did you, were, did you use a specific line from Sling Blade? No, we were like... Mm-hmm. I was in a missionary position. I like your French fried potatoes. <laughs> that's, kind of, that's what I was saying. It was, it was along those lines. I was in missionary position. We're just kind of going at it, and the spirit just kind of took over me, the the Carl Slingblade spirit, and I was just like, so I grabbed her breast, and I was like, I like them French fried potatoes. <laughs> mm. And then she got all mad about it. Put some mustard on them. <laughs> well, she, she kind of got mad about it. it Did was, you put some mustard on them? Well, my own special kind of mustard. <laughs> Looks more like mayonnaise, but, but it was after she had like you know she she had just gotten really upset. At Jumped me. off you? Well, no, she was just like, "Stop it!" She's like, "You know, I hate when you do that." And, and, you know, all this time I thought it was like one of our little you know whispering sweet nothings. I whisper sweet Grunt, things from Sling Blade. Grunt sweet nothings from <laughs> Sling Blade. Dude, you know what? If she continues on like this, I'm not even gonna say any of my lines from uh, Silence of the Lambs. You know, I'm not even going to tell her to put the lotion on her skin. Well, she, get, she might get the hose again, though. You know, yeah, she's going to tell gonna, her about it. Oh, she's going to get the hose again. <laughs> Believe me. Not if she has anything to say about it. Believe me. Well, anyways, this is going to be a great podcast today. Um, I had, dude, there's so many articles. There was like a, a wealth of articles. A bunch of it all happened today. It was like, you know. Yeah, it was a syn- slew. A syn- slew of sick and wrong articles. Synchronicity, you know, we're doing the podcast today and all these articles come out. Yeah, it was just, no, it was really fortuitous. So I, Maybe we, people should know, we post the podcast on Sunday, but we record it on Wednesday, so there might be a little confusion. Quit revealing our secrets. Yeah, but they're going to know when we're saying that all these stories came out today and we're doing the podcast, so I'm just... You're shattering the illusion. I'm getting out in front of the uh, rumor. That's what, you know, politicians do with their spin and everything. You just so, but, you, you reveal the fact before the general media gets a hold of it. That's what I'm doing. I guess, but I think people really think that we're like doing this live or something because they don't understand what a podcast is. Hey, internet retards, podcasts are not live. Not at all. That's why we sound so damn good. There was a lot of stuff that happened that happened in the news today and this week. A couple things in general that 
don't quite make like a, they don't quite form like a sick and wrong article. Like they're not necessarily sick and wrong, but they're funny and they definitely merit they're worth, mentioning. They merit mentioning. They're worth they mentioning. Merit mentioning. Uh, one thing I read today that definitely uh, elicited a chuckle is: uh, Do you hear about the band manager, the uh, great white band great manager, white, Rhode yeah. Island? He got four years in prison. How long ago did that happen? The the Rhode Island Great White Inferno. I, th- I think it was like a few years ago. Wasn't it like three years ago? Four years. I can't ago? remember if it was two or three. Or it wasn't one. It was well, more just than a that. quick recap for people that uh, you know, foreign people that might not know who Great White is, or foreign people who might still think Great White is a really cool band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder. <laughs> first, here's the first update. Great. If you're go- uh, why were these people going to a great white show? They're so they're over like eight years ago because they're inbred. They were over when they were popular. And, they not to pop, mention, they like, cool. you know, I was thinking about this. It's like great white was never that cool of a band to begin with. No. I always used to get them. I always used to get them confused with that band. Out was it? There's great white. There's white lion, and then there's white snake. Right. And all three of those bands are Sucked. like they're the bands that people who like who just don't understand what good music is i mean dude but there are other hair metal bands that, oh, were, that were way good. better yeah i'm not saying good but they were just better like i'd rather listen to fucking quiet riot than great white i let i'd rather listen to cinderella than great white i'd rather listen to striper well come on before the, after they lost their religion or before when they were religious i never knew they lost their religion yeah they became normals I never followed Striper like you did, but yeah. I, I guess I could see that. Well, anyways, just a quick recap. Great White was on that, uh, you know, resurrection trail, like everyone was trying to resurrect that, I don't know, damage career. The point being that they were they were just over. Nobody cool liked them. Even uncool people knew they were over. So they're playing at some really shitty, small, divey well, place in the Rhode Island. They were circuit of all those shitty clubs. Yeah. And so they are playing in Rhode Island, and their manager, their manager lit off these pyrotechnics. I guess they had some fireworks because, you know, white trash love fireworks. <laughs> they'd, they'd strap some foam to the inside of this shitty bar so it didn't, like, wake up all the neighbors. You know, I assume it's, like, in back in some neighborhood. This isn't some, like, amphitheater, you know, or stadium show. No, no. This is, so like, a ta- shitty club. They taped foam to the ceiling and walls, and the pyrotechnics, you know, fire hit the foam, and it immediately just went up in flame. And, you know, there's, like, one door exiting this place, and every hesher in there you know the uncoolest of the uncool heshers because they're going to see this great white great show great white show they just all jammed into this door and nobody could get out and like a you know 100 people died well, from, yeah, from ni- being burned and being stampeded I yeah and the nightclub fire actually killed claimed 100 lives 100 100 heshers died i can't imagine this place held much more than 100 people you know, it was probably kind of like Maybe Harpo's in Detroit. Remember Harpo's no, in Detroit? No, it wasn't that big. I thought it was bigger than that. I thought it was like a 200 night, you know, venue nightclub. 200 person? Yeah, 200 person. Yeah, yeah but Harpo's, would, you could get like 1,000 people in there. Anyways, yeah, this is minutia that nobody cares about. Hey, Harpo's it's just a is rock a... club in Detroit. But anyways, <laughs> this place could probably hold a couple hundred people, Maybe. At max, I highly doubt White Lion or Great White sold that White many snake? tickets. What? Yeah, I'm already getting them <laughs> no, confused dude, because White. they're that immemorable. Great. The shark, just remember the shark. Great White, okay. After shark. the shark, all right. That's a good the, mnemonic the device band. there. But so what happened is the the fire the fireworks ignited the place. It erupted into flames. People panicked. There were no emergency exits. No, so there was one half door the people out. died from inhalation from that foam. The uh, and the, I mean the foam was toxic, and then the other half. You know, the other 50 people were stampeded and crushed to death. Yeah, and then I'm sure they were burned, their bodies burned after they were all dead in there. 
Well, you know, I was thinking about this. It was just like, could you imagine like a worse way to go? It's just like, yeah, we lost dad at that great white show 2001. It's just yeah. like, dude. <laughs> It'd be a bad way for your dad to go, too. It's just not it's just like, But I was thinking about this, too. You know, it's like, okay, so 100 Heshers died at at the Great White Show. It wasn't a great loss to society. How did people get gas the next day? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, who was working who at the gas the stations? <laughs> well, but seriously, I was just like, you know. I, I bet guess... you the, the uh, meth market just went took a plummet the next day <laughs> oh yeah dude there's probably like a depletion of meth in rhode island well no there's a surplus because you know well yeah nobody was buying to, it to snort it up but i bet you it was difficult to find too yeah, right the dealers and, were yeah Good maybe that's why it was the the fire you know became so inflamed it was just like they're so toxic flammable meth yeah. chemical, toxic meth yeah. in their pockets or inside their bodies probably but yeah i was trying to think can you name two songs that great white sang mm. I'm thinking uh, Rock Me. Rock Me was one of them. Not to be confused with Rock Me Like a Hurricane, which is another shit band, the Scorpions. Yeah, but they're much uh, more popular uh, than Great White. Yeah, probably. But they had one hit. Great White. Yeah. I can sort of think it's uh, like... Uh... Once Bitten, Twice Shy. Oh, yeah, I yeah. It away. Wow, that was a horrible song. Yeah, My, 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 Once Bitten, yeah, Twice Shy. Yeah, it's kind of bluesy crap. <laughs> A couple other uh, lesser-known hits was uh, that song "White Trash Cookout." I don't know if you ever heard oh, that really? one. I don't remember that one. Or "Mullets on Fire." I don't know. Do you ever do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. I can remember the tune, but it uh, was a rocker. Yeah. And uh, my favorite is "Burn Hesher Burn." I think but, I had a single of that one. Yeah, I, I think I made those up. Songs just sound was, kind of uh, foreboding or you know foreshadowing. Yeah, they well, foreshadowed the maybe event. Maybe people yeah. should have realized. And I, th- I think they debuted it that night. But you know what? The tragedy, I think the greatest tragedy of this whole mishap was none of the band members were killed. No, yeah, I was <laughs> trying to think of that. Band no. member died. But anyways, we forgot to say the st- uh, point of the story, bringing the story out now, is the band manager, did you say this? He got what? The band manager lit off the pyrotechnics. Yeah, but so he, he was convicted years. today. So that's why we're telling, talking about this stupid story. Well, yeah, I mean, it's been in trial for a long time. They've had witnesses, members of the families of the deceased. Four years in prison, huh? testifying, and uh, yeah, he was up for 10 years. The judge ended up giving him four years. I wonder if he'll go to a prison where, you know, there's like some Aryan Brotherhood who's like have siblings who actually died in the fire. He's going to be in hell. Yeah, I think people, he's going to go to prison and people are going to be like, the band didn't die. We're going <laughs> to rape you now. Yeah. Because I mean, seriously, <laughs> dude. get shivved. But I guess if you saw that picture, he's tearful. He's sitting there just crying, very yeah, apologetic. Four years is a long but, time. But, you know, I was thinking about this at the same time. It's just like, you know, really, could, is this guy culpable for that? All he did was light the fireworks. They're just trying to pinpoint someone. They're trying to finger someone. But who do you think they should arrest? The lead singer? <laughs> Dude, yeah, the band. <laughs> the Chinese dudes who made the fireworks? The, the one crime that this manager really ever committed was trying to resurrect that career of that shitty, shitty band. Yeah. So for torturing our ears, he should have got 10 years in prison. Also, whenever you go to a great white show, since they're still alive, I still assume they're still going to tour, make sure you know where at least two exits are. Yeah. Definitely look for the fire exits. Yeah. Two of them. But the last thing I'm going to say about this is I would have loved to have been at this trial. Because could you imagine the mullets that were in there? Because, I mean, the members of the family... The, the the family members that were that perished in the fire yeah. were white trash. So could you imagine their extended family that all went to this trial? 
Yeah. What if, <laughs> you know, it'd be the worst for him if, you know, he got up on the stand uh, to have his verdict read and he looks over at the jury box and every single person in the jury box has a mullet. He just, he just obviously he that, didn't, screwed. that didn't happen. Because if that would have happened, he would have had the full 10 years. He would have gotten the chair. He would have gotten the chair. <laughs> the chair. Yeah. Especially if White Lion died. All right, but yeah, and then great one white, other dude. great white, god, dude, I just, just like that band just sucks so bad. I can't remember if they had a name like Kiss or Twisted Sister, I'd remember it. Right. But great white. We need to move on. Um, we have some great articles to get to. God, there are just so many to choose from. And I think last week you slaughtered me. So this week I'm going to go second. Okay. And let you, have, and let you have the floor. But people, just a quick recap of the show. The way Sick and Wrong works, it's competition between me and Lance. We both look through the internet to try to find the most disturbing article news happening of, that, of this week. We present them, the listeners vote, and the winner gets a case of beer. So uh, last week you definitely won a case of beer with that um, German lady who planted the fetuses in her flower pots. In her flower in her fish pots. Tank. But uh, this week, nine think, of them. I think I'm going to take it. But uh, here we are. Article: Lance Wackerly, podcast 19. Well, I didn't have to look too hard for my article this week, and I don't know if this is going to disappoint people. It's not obscure, but uh, it's all over the mainstream papers. But it happened just yesterday, and I got to talk about it. But every so often, you get something in the mainstream news that's just so sick and just so wrong. That you, we have to do it on the show. Uh, so in Chantilly, Virginia, every time I hear that, I think of the Big Bopper. Chantilly Lace. <laughs> Hello, baby. <laughs> um, but now maybe I'll think of this story from now on, here on out. Uh, so this kid, 18, Michael Kennedy. It's also a bad week for the Kennedys. That other representative Kennedy, not Ted, but the oh, younger drunk one. Driving. Yeah, drugged driving. <laughs> Dr- oh, yeah. he wasn't. You know, I thought he was drunk and he was on pills. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, so this is another guy. I don't think there's any relation. But Michael Kennedy, 18, uh, crouched down between two cop cars in the uh, Chantilly police station, one of them. Oh, I heard about this. Um, yeah, I think everybody's heard of this. Yeah. But I'll get, to, my, I'll get to why I need to talk about it. Um, and so he just popped out from between these cars and just started like firing round after round of bullets into all the cops that were out there. Completely unprovoked. He just went over there. No, was he's like, just I'm going to go kill some cops. In, laying in wait, like, uh, you know. Ambush. Yeah, like Charlie in Vietnam, you know. Jesus, man dude. in the black pajamas. So he had tons of fire. He had an AK-47, some kind of a high-powered rifle, and five handguns. So much, so much for gun <laughs> dude, control. He had a fucking arsenal. I don't know how he's carrying them all. Dude, how old is this kid? Eighteen. How the fuck does an eighteen-year-old get all those guns? Yeah, I, that's what I said. So much for gun control. I guess it doesn't even be, do anything if you can get that much, that many guns, and be eighteen and have nobody apparently know about it. Yeah, Jesus. Um. So he uh, fired at one uh, police officer. Uh, four officers returned fire, but before they they just riddled his body with bullets, uh, a detective was dead, and a third officer was wounded. Um, so I they mean, just they just you know just riddled his body. Well, this with guy bullets. had a death wish. I don't think he he planned on making it out of there alive. Dude, he's whacked in some way. I, I don't think it's clear yet exactly what was wrong with him, but he had problems. Um, By the picture I saw today in the news, I, I think he was probably high on meth. 
Well, no, he, no, I don't think so. Let me read some other parts of okay. this. So his friends were like, he started making these jokes about shooting up a police station about a year ago, <laughs> but we never took him seriously. They always ignore the warning signs. Yeah, but usually when somebody does something like this, the neighbors and the friends just say, we had no idea. But apparently he just talked about this and just nobody took him seriously. Okay. Apparently he was cracking jokes. Yeah. I don't love uh, that. He started, he, started hoard, he started hoarding weapons and ammunition. That's obviously, we covered that. Um, and increasingly... And talking increasingly of fighting zombies and aliens, and police, I guess. Okay, said. maybe he was on acid. Uh, somebody else, his other friend, says he thought he was Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Schizophrenic. Um, Kennedy's parents uh, last month had admitted him to a psychiatric center, but within hours he had broken a window and escaped. <laughs> Did I just say escaped? Or it is escaped, everybody. I don't want to promote bad uh, grammar, do, language. Do, if, if you're in a psychiatric hospital, don't they have bars on the windows? Uh, this is probably one of those medium or minimum or voluntary oh, the minimum, type places. Yeah. yeah, like for the non-violent. They don't criminals. have good. I don't think they have those good kind of uh, psych wards that you see in the movies, like the padded room and the little window, and you put the guy in a straitjacket and you just toss him in and lock him up. I well, think once you know, again to, to they're uh, all touchy feely now. To to mention Silence of the Lambs again, I always picture psychiatric hospitals to look like Hannibal Lecter's tank. Yeah, that's you a know? myth, dude. They, they, they're not like that. His little cart that they put him on. Uh, apparently, that would that's what this guy needed. So he yeah. broke, what happened is he broke out and he carjacked somebody. Um, they caught him uh, and then they threw him in jail. The family posted bond to get him out. <laughs> Smart move. Um, Wait, and, how long uh, ago did he carjack somebody? A month. Okay, so a month ago he carjacked somebody. I read a different article, bail. not this one, doesn't say that. But then there were some other carjackings that he think they think he did in the time between. But so they, he was in jail. His family bailed him out, and he, they were just waiting for him to go to trial on May twenty fourth. Apparently, they didn't keep a very good eye on him. Well, you know, it's just one mm. of the things you do for your psychotic kid who's waiting trial that you got out of jail. You know, you should probably keep an eye on what I he's think doing. I think he was lacking in parental guidance. Yeah, might just be me. But, uh, Kennedy never returned to the treatment center, but friends said he, he had been calmer in recent weeks. I don't know. It's like all relative. Like, well, he wasn't completely apeshit. Uh, he was a little calmer, so we thought everything was cool. But the jokes were just building. Yeah. yeah more and more jokes about shooting police officers. Yeah, wielding weapons. Anyway, that's everything about the story that everybody, anybody knows. Like I said, one detective, Vicky O. Armel, uh, 40, was, she was killed couple other cops wounded so were cops just walking out of the cop shop out of the police station it's the parking, just, boom, it's a boom, parking boom. lot where all their cruisers are so cops are just coming in and going out all the time you know and this guy just popped up and started shooting and then they started shooting back i wonder how long he lasted oh not very long <laughs> I, I doubt it i mean dude there's like i mean the kid kid obviously had a death wish but i mean it's just like every cop in there has a gun he either had a death wish or he just d was delusional and didn't know what was going on blaze of glory but here's my angle to the story since this is a very very uh big blown up story and everybody's widespread reporting on it uh it's not really something we'd always do on sick and wrong because you know everybody's hearing about the story but here's something that people might not hear and uh i love this angle and we bring it up all the time so this kid had a myspace page this kid had a myspace page go figure and uh he even had one of those short form uh myspace web addresses so you guys can find it really easy it's www.myspace.com slash act underscore i act underscore the letter i all in lowercase uh letter so you know everybody go there before act i go there before myspace takes his page down which could happen at any moment yeah. Um, so the real funny thing about it is, 
a ton well, of okay. people have been commenting on his MySpace page since this has happened. So they're leaving comments posthumously since he died? Yeah, and you'd think, you know, maybe, you know, if you and I were to go and comment there, we'd say something like, you know, you this guy was a really sick fuck. Love the sick and wrong program, yeah. right? Or wow, I can't believe this guy is such a nut nutcase. As a matter of fact, I think we should do that. Probably. But un Interestingly, the vast majority of the postings are from his friends. All these people who, you know, heard him saying that he wanted to shoot up a, a police station and, and he had all these guns and they just it, were cool with it. What amazes me is that the guy even had friends. Oh, yeah, it looks like he had a ton of friends. Guys, yeah. girls. Because so, usually the popular kids don't go shoot cops. Let me just, this is, you know, I, I encourage everybody to go there because it's just hours of entertainment reading through all these comments. But uh, I just picked out a couple of the, the more interesting ones to me. Uh, some guy... Uh, they're gonna have a uh, a candlelight vigil <laughs> for him. <laughs> a candlelight vigil. Uh, and they they say, please let us know who's gonna come so we can all remember Kennedy for the great friend he was. Okay, yeah, I wonder how many guy. cops are gonna go to that one. Uh, here's a here's a, another person says, I don't care what they're saying. The news can eat shit and die. <laughs> okay, guy. <laughs> That's like his best friend. Uh, he used to. He talks about how he used to talk to this guy at three in the morning for hours on end about philosophy, music, and the most random things like like murdering people, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and then the last shooting up a, a bunch police of, station. Yeah, there's a, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but that person ends with, "I wish I could have gotten to know you better, Mike Kennedy." If this was me and I knew this kid, I'd be saying, I'm really sad. You know, I'm disappointed that I knew you at all. <laughs> exactly. But, a, so, one of the lowlights of my, of my life was knowing So are you. there pictures on this MySpace page of this kid? Yeah, there's pictures, but he seems to like to put a bandana around his face when he takes oh, his So you can't MySpace. actually see his face. A couple and a couple of his friends posted pictures of him like just normally. So, he, so was he, he a fat kid? Was he like one of those skinny Columbine looking little kids? little chunky, but not too fat. But you know, he's got the whole camo and wearing black. Was he wearing and, black and spikes? Yeah. Um, not too many spikes, but you know, he just looked like, you know, a troublemaker. What to kind me, of music, what but kind apparently of music a lot of people love him. Let, let me get to it. Two more of these comments. Maybe three. Great white. Uh, some some <laughs> girl uh, goes on forever. Just one of those things that like some girl would write in a yearbook that takes up like fucking three pages. So <laughs> I'm not going to read it all. time at band camp? But she ends with uh, you will be terribly missed, Kennedy. <laughs> the, the cops didn't miss him. <laughs> thankfully. Dude, but, what, why but, are they making this kid a martyr? I don't... That's what. I, that's what's so funny. I, 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 I don't It's get inexplicable, it. but let me tell you what this girl ends with. With her P.S. <laughs> P.S. I'm sorry for slapping you in the face when you called me fat sophomore year. <laughs> So you gotta, even though she writes all this stuff, you gotta believe that a uh, high school chick who he called fat, um, she probably feels a little bit good about the fact that yeah, he was dude, shot to death. She has to have a little bit of pleasure in there. She's deriving a little bit of pleasure from this. Another guy, these are just some really quick. <laughs> it's so great. There's some really fat. quick, really quick ones that I thought that I thought were funny. Another guy writes, uh, "Speculation and misunderstanding will forever surround the events of yesterday." Well, I hope not. You know, I, Dude, I think they kind of figured out what happened. Exactly. What's He's a, speculative about this? The, the kid drove to a police station and of, opened fire yeah, on cops. Tons of witnesses. They seem yeah. to pretty, have a pretty good understanding of what happened. But are these kids like gas huffers? I, I just don't get it. Another chick writes uh, kind of similar to the earlier I one. I they're I'm fat. So, I'm sorry I've known you since middle school but didn't know you any better. <laughs> that just <laughs> defies logic. I would say completely opposite if I were her. Dude, but... we're leaving a comment on that page before it gets taken down. Do you think we're just we're just heartless? Is that why we don't understand these people? Or 
this kid is a cold-blooded murderer. And I, yeah, I just don't understand these comments here. I mean, But whatever. everybody go check it out. MySpace.com slash act underscore I. Definitely going to have to check that I. out. Well, on the sick and wrong scale, I guess I wouldn't call the article very sick. It's definitely a, he's sick. I would sick. call it wrong. He's sick. He's wrong. But it's not, it doesn't have that, you it's know, It's the creativity extra... of the tie-in. Right. That's what I think I'm going to have to give it a 7.5 for is because you tied it in with that MySpace page. A lot of our show is about MySpace. Yeah, but it's Whatever. the creative Everybody's tie-in. into MySpace, so. You know, it, it's all interrelated. Okay, I'm giving it 7.9, 7.9. 9. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It would have gotten 8 if he would have been, like, naked or something. Yeah, if you'd you know, have been naked. That's what I'm talking about, the extra sick and wrong. Or or if he would have also flung his feces at the cops or something like that. Or if he would have shot up like a preschool. Yeah. And then the uh, preschool teachers brought out their sawed-off shotguns and took him down. Hmm. That could be. And there was feces being God, thrown. The world could be so much cooler than it is. Yes, in the sick and wrong world. But, you know, we deal the cards where we play with the cards we're dealt. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Well, I don't know if you're going to be able to hang in with, hang with me today, uh... Lance and I don't really want to pull my punches here because uh, don't because I've I've creamed you the past two or three I, I, you weeks. You creamed so. me the past couple weeks. Nobody's but, asking um, you to pull punches. Let's go. I don't have any creative MySpace tie-ins. Maybe, perhaps I'll have to check it out. But this is a pretty good article. Here's my article for uh, Podcast 19. Headline, police, toddler beaten, comma, sexually assaulted. Toddler? What classifies as a toddler? Two-year-old. Oh, my God. Stepfather arrest in this case. It's happened in Kansas City, Missouri. A two-year-old girl is fighting for her life after being beaten senseless and sexually assaulted and kicked in the head this past Tuesday. Now, the girl's stepfather was charged in the case. Police said he later confessed to the crimes and, get this, Admitted to having an anger control problem. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, I, I, as hard as that is to believe, and this was an angry man. At first, hospital officials were told the toddler fell out of a chair. But the girl's injuries were uh, inconsistent with that story. So she fell out of a chair and, like, you know, hit her vagina on something and then landed <laughs> on her head? Yes, exactly. That's the story. <laughs> that big bashed-in head. It, it, she, it was a really high chair. Right. It was about ten feet up in the air. But you know, that's kind of funny. It's just like of all the explanations that this guy could give, it's just like uh, she fell out of a chair. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, He's you know, a genius. I, yeah, <laughs> this guy's definitely very quick. Um, I guess uh, his name is Paul Turner, twenty-eight-year-old man. He married the child's mother last month, so uh, the, the honeymoon. Barely, the honeymoon. I mean, barely passed the honeymoon. I guess, uh, here. I guess it is over, though. Technically, uh, I don't think he liked the kid very much. Isn't that the technical end of a honeymoon when you when you bash in your wife's <laughs> when you kid's practically, head? Practically, yeah, murder your wife's uh, kid. Yeah, I, I could see that maybe halting the marriage somewhat. I guess Turner told investigators that uh, while his wife was at work Monday. He became angry with the toddler for pouring water on the TV. If, judging by the picture, I don't think it was water. It was probably his 40. <laughs> but uh, you, you got to go look at the picture. Um, I know people out there, if you type in maybe toddler beaten, sexually assaulted, Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, yeah. you'll, you'll see a great it. picture of this dude. I mean, he's got like 
I don't even know what kind of, what you call this. It's like braids. The black guy's got like these crazy braids coming out of his hair. I don't know what you call those. Dookie braids or something like like remember that band Crisscross? Yeah, that type of hair. Yeah, That's that, that kind of like. hair. I don't even know if people still had that, but then again, it's Kansas City, Missouri. I guess uh, Turner said that he grabbed the girl and shook her violently. Then he said he swung the victim off the ground by her ankles and uh, smashed her on the floor a couple times. So this dude picked up that two-year-old and was swinging her around like a bat. He's like a caveman. <laughs> What's his problem? And this is my favorite quote like, that he said. To, evolve to the current you know, time period, please. He also said he, quote-unquote, smacked the living crap out of her. That's his, that's his statement to the police? That's his statement to the police during the confession. And actually, if, as I divulge some more of the details here, he literally did smack the living crap out of her. I guess um, after the beatdown, he uh, had to change her soiled diaper. And uh, as he was changing so her... So he's a modern guy, modern type father. He's willing to do that sort of thing. Well, he's a stay-at-home dad. The, traditionally, uh, the role of women was to change the diapers, but he's willing to do that. So he's yeah. not the breadwinner of this family. <laughs> he's freaking <No>. unemployed. <laughs> so um, he told police that, yeah, he had to change her soiled diaper after the beating. And while changing her diaper, a part of his body, quote-unquote, made a mistake... And he accidentally had intercourse with a toddler. Whoops. <laughs> Whoa, dude, how did that get in there? You, you know, I just don't understand that. It's like, could you imagine being the police hearing this line of bullshit? It's just like, uh, you, okay, so you made a mistake. He, he, was, he was staring at the kid's, like, shit-encrusted ass. and was like, well, it, you know, a part of my body just kind of made a mistake. Slipped in. It, it's got a mind of its own. Yeah, I don't know. Turner said he then ended the um, the intercourse by kicking the child in the head because she wouldn't wake up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Dude. I think this guy needs to go on Dr. Phil and get some better parenting skills. <laughs> or Nanny nanny 911, you know that show? Apparently, he just doesn't seem to be very caring. I mean, if, if it's just me. So he's a, his wife's at work, his new wife. He's at home because the fucker doesn't have a babysitting. job. Babysitting. Because he, he doesn't have a job. He's just at home. He's not babysitting. I wonder if he was watching, like, Jerry Springer. <laughs> you know? When the kid poured the beer on the TV? So something fucked up is happening on Jerry Springer, and then he decides to bring some old, his own fucked up activities you know, right into the home. Well, he did mention before that he has an anger management problem. I think he also has a pedophilia problem as well. Yeah. Hopefully he'll have a, you know, I'm in jail problem I'm for a long time. I'm in jail being somebody's bitch problem. Yeah, that'll be, his, that'll be his new problem. Maybe he can get the other problems cleared up while he deals with that problem. So later he brought the uh, severely injured girl to a nearby Walmart to meet his wife after work. When the 18-year-old mother saw her daughter's condition, she immediately called 911, and uh, they took her to the hospital where he said that she, the toddler fell out of a chair and the hospital called the police. I guess the blunt force trauma to her head is massive, and this is from the um, Sergeant Michael Hicks. That's indicative of the anger he told us about that he felt. All child abuses are severe. This one just happens to be more severe because of the sexual abuse that's incorporated with the severe head trauma. How very perceptive. I think this guy might be the sickest fuck we've ever talked about. Dude, this, I you know I was trying to I was sitting here reading this and I was like I he's can't worse than imagine the German, he's worse than a German cannibal. Dude, this guy is such a sick fuck. This is a two year old little girl for Christ's sake. Yeah, and and people beat on their kids all the time. Um, you know I'm not condoning that, but no. this guy is just completely 
oblivious to what he's doing. Unfortunately, I mean, domestic abuse happens. It is widespread, especially in this country. But yet, this dude not only beat the shit out of the girl, he raped her. And then... He doesn't apparently even know what he did wrong because he just takes the kid to meet his wife at the Walmart, and then she's the one who has to say, "What the fuck did you do to the kid?" Could you imagine? We gotta call, like, the, we gotta call the ambulance. The car, and he's just like, uh, "I didn't leave the kid that way." Yeah, I, I mean, I wonder what he said to his wife. Probably exactly what he said to the cops. <laughs> I put her in the chair, and she fell out, dear. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I, don't I know. just thought I'd bring her here, and you'd take care of it. And I guess um, one of their neighbors is like, I just can't believe it. I just can't believe it. Um, she lives downstairs with her four-year-old daughter. She also said that um, he's not going to babysit her daughter anymore. Oh, anymore. So he did previously. I'm lying about that. Oh. <laughs> I don't think this woman would ever let this guy babysit his kid. Yeah, and I love how she says she can't believe it. Like, I'm sure this guy was a model neighbor. I'm sure he had no other, uh, you know, antisocial tendencies. Dude, no, seriously, right now, I'd like to crown this guy the sickest fuck ever to be on Sick and Wrong. Yeah, and then that leaves us up to uh, what kind of score does that lead well, to? Before we get to scoring... Um, he was charged with four counts of first-degree assault, six counts of endangering the welfare of a child, two counts of child abuse, one count of forcible sodomy, and one count of statutory sodomy. So, rest assured, this guy is going to be somebody's bitch. Well, and the kid could die, and then he's got murder. And then he's got murder. So, I, I think that, um, yeah, this guy is definitely going to be somebody's bitch. Hopefully. I don't know. But in the sick and wrong scale... Dude, I think I'm on a, I almost have to give this a perfect score. Maybe a 9.8. 9.9. 9. 9.9? He's definitely, in my mind, the sickest guy we've ever talked about. I, I was reading this, and I was just like, you know what, dude? This is just turning my stomach because this guy is such an egregious, egregious crime. And it's just, it's sickening. Yeah. It's so sick and so wrong. And the guy's just such an idiot. She fell out of a chair is the best he could say. Yeah. Okay, on that score, on on that on that note, I'm gonna have to give it a a nine point nine. I agree with you, but anyways, we open this up to the sick and wrong listening audience. Send us an email, sick and wrong podcast at hotmail dot com. Vote as to which article you find the uh, most personally repulsive. Hopefully, it'll be mine. Cause, yeah, uh, and and I'm feeling that next week we're gonna really need those uh, listener contributions because it's gonna be hard to follow this week up. It was a, this was a this was a very intense week. Move on with the show here. Lance, we've been getting so many emails that it's kind of hard to get to all of them. Uh, Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com. I know uh, now we we have correspondence in uh, two countries, England and Sweden. Mm-hmm. And we're definitely open to correspondence in some other European countries or um, Asian countries. Yeah. Or actually, I wouldn't mind getting an Iranian correspondent because I bet you there's a lot of sick and wrong stuff that happens over there. Yeah, you know what, though? I was thinking about that earlier today. Uh, and... Uh... It's hard to do that stuff because you look at the stuff, you know, you look at articles out of the Middle East and it'll say like seven beheadings yesterday. And it's just, it's, you don't really think it's sick because it's just so normal yeah, and for it, that it, area. But isn't it just kind of sick to think that that's normal? Yeah. It's just it's, like beheadings is a common occurrence over there. Yeah. It's just like, oh yeah, someone's beheaded. Oh well, whatever. You know, if that happened in Omaha, we definitely have it on, we do the story on the show. But over there, it's just par for the course. 
Uh, we got uh, the one final email here. It's another big fan in the UK. I love this guy's name, too. It's uh, Reg. He did send us an extraordinary article. He sent us a couple. I'm just going to quickly get through this one. Um, headline, Cat Rapes Woman After Performing Oral Sex on Her. Once again, a cat rapes a woman. I guess this happened, I think this happened in Russia, judging by their names. But uh, two women attempted to experience sexual pleasure from intimate contact with a cat. Uh, the weird endeavor ended rather sad for one of the women. She was hospitalized with severe genital injuries. I assume I, the cat wasn't declawed. Yeah, I, I think the cat had its claws. Um, what happened is the woman suffered unexpected bleeding between her legs, and when she went to the hospital, there were streaks of blood just dripping down her legs. Um, I guess she was at home. Her husband goes away for work frequently. He was out of town. She was bored. Decided, decided to visit her friend Vera. Vera is um, definitely an adventurous lass. Uh, she they they're drinking wine, and she started talking about her penchant for having sex with her cat. And uh, one of the things she said, like as they were talking, as they were getting drunk, she was saying that uh, what she does is she puts valerium, I think it's called valerian, valerian right. it's an like herb. a liquid. Well, it's it's kind of the same herb as an ingredient in catnip. Oh man! And so she puts this like on her clitoris, like on her vagina, and uh, lets the cat lick it with its hairy tongue, and apparently, um, it brings her to ecstasy. And so, um, her friend. Svetlana was like, okay, you talked me into it. I think I'll give that a go. And so she puts a little valerian down there, but apparently she used a bit too much. Uh, when the cat started licking valerian off of Svetlana, something happened to the animal. The cat um, done lost his mind. He started licking the liquid away, but all of a sudden he seized the genitals of the poor woman with his claws and teeth. She screamed, tried to push the fierce cat away from her, but the cat wouldn't let go. He just kept biting and scratching, biting and scratching, till eventually I think he ripped her clitoris off. Clitorectomy. Clitorectomy by cat. And so I, what happened is she went to the hospital, and when her husband found out about it, he was so upset that his wife preferred having oral sex with a cat that he kicked her out of the house, and she has to live with her mom now. He wasn't upset that she didn't have a pussy anymore? Well, <laughs> well that's a no, poor choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> she was lacking a pussy. Well. Two pussies. Yeah, two pussies now. I guess it's, it's, I was thinking about that. It's got to be insulting for a husband to find out that his wife prefers oral from the cat than from him. Yeah, he must but, really be bad. But then at the same time, it's better than her screwing the milkman. Yeah. You know, I'd rather have her, you know, get licked by the dog. I'd like to say, I mean, foreign women, do we have to teach you everything? Do you have to look to the United States for all types of knowledge? Peanut butter and a dog. <laughs> exactly. Peanut butter dog. The tongue... Non-catnip cat. Yeah. The that tongue... combination doesn't work. The tongue's not as hairy and there's no claws. Dogs don't have claws. Well, I mean, they, they have claws, they have but they don't have, they don't yeah. have claws. And, and like catnip is like cocaine for a cat. So I don't know. Take it. Yeah. Take it from Lance Wackerly, foreign ladies, peanut butter and a dog. On that note, Ed, we're going to have to wrap up Podcast 19 here. Stay tuned for Podcast 20 coming out next week. And as always, send in your own Sick and Wrong stories, comments, concerns, Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com. Also, if you get a chance, give us a vote at uh, iTunes. We're on iTunes. Just do a search for Sick and Wrong or go check out Podcast Alley or the uh, podcast directories. Until next week, take it sleazy. i got to go find some Skippy and the neighbor's beagle. Later. Later.